All right, it's it's Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined by two-time Stanley Cup champion Craig Ludwig. And so the story that, you know, stars win, so it's not as big of a story, but a lot of people are looking at Jason Robertson. And what do you see from Robertson's play? Oh, boy. Um, Well, last night, very first shift of the game, um i'm up there luke was sitting next to me brad lukowich was sitting next to me and the first shift and puck comes around and and robo comes on on the back behind the net and and i just i put my finger on him and i said luke look so here's jason robertson as we know is a great player he has he has the ability to score goals from all different places right now at this particular moment it's not going in for him. So have we not had this talk in the last year about Tyler Sagan? Has Tyler Sagan scored any goals in the playoffs right now where he hasn't been within five feet of the goaltender? I don't know if there is. One. Right, right, exactly. Tyler, Tyler, I had told you a year ago or whatever it was that that spot for Tyler, that one timer, the Ovechkin spot, it didn't seem it was going in for him. He needs to get to a spot where, you know, he gets an ugly goal. Jason needs to get an ugly goal. And, and not that he can't, he, he just needs to get into the fight a little bit more. I think you can't, and I don't want to call him a perimeter player because I think that's a, that's another way of calling a player soft. And I just think it's got to get a little uglier for him. Um, He can still score from, from the outside. We know that he's got a good shot. I think there was one last night he had, I believe it was on the power plant. It just kind of sails high off to the left. I, I couldn't tell if it got tipped or not, but that's what's happening right now to him for whatever reason. Hey, this first off, this is a fat, this is a fast team they're playing against. I mean, and you can take an average guy and, and it, he can look slower. And and I don't think anybody's going to accuse Jason Robertson as being a, a Rupe Hintz going up the ice. He's a smart player. He puts pucks in the right areas. I, one of the things that I thought was the best about Robo as a young player is I'm like, this kid never has the puck on a stick. He just knows what he's going to do with it before he gets it. And, and I think, I think now he may be, I mean, but again, he's getting the points, but the points are coming, I believe on the power play. Um, So, which he's got a little bit more space there. Right. I mean, you know, now the thing is with this, this group, um, Seattle, they're a little bit more aggressive on the, on their penalty kill. So where you play against a different kind of power play, you do have a little bit more time and you can look for another. So this is a fast group and this is a group that finishes their hits. I mean, we thought that Minnesota was an aggressive team, right? I mean, you thought they were a physical team. That's their MO. Minnesota had games where they only had came out of the game with 24, 25, 20 hits. You know, they had a couple games in the forties. Well, this team here, I believe it's like 47 and 45. And they're not trying to run guys out onto the street, but they're going to finish their hits and they skate. So your time and space is limited. But I still think that I think what Jason needs to do, I think he's got to find a way to get into, you know, interior a little bit more. And, And because he's got good hands. Um, they do a good job of getting shot lanes. Um, the Kraken are just a, they're a blue collar team and they're, they're going to, you know what, maybe we don't have as many weapons as you, but we're going to make you earn it. Mm -hmm. We're going to make you earn your points. We're going to make you earn your goals. 
And so you just have to know that. And so, you know, don't play on the outside. And, and um, you know, and again, he, he's, a, he, I think he's just got to get one of them. And then uh, let me tell you, if you, if you play, and I'm, this isn't on Robo, but a player, a good player in general, if you don't want to go to the hard places, like you know, who played, you know, who played the most minutes last night for forwards, Jason uh, Robertson, interesting. 19 minutes. Played 19 minutes. So don't think that the coaches aren't trying to get him going. They're yeah. giving him opportunities to get out there. They want to get him on. They need him to get on track. If this team is going to go and win another, you know, two and a half rounds. He's going to have to be a big part of it at some point. So they're doing everything that they can. They're putting him all them spots. But let me tell you, sometimes take him off the power play, put him down on the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that because again, he's a young player. We know he's a good player, but those are tactics that, money and all this other stuff, but the, the most prized possession of an elite player is his time on ice, right? He wants to play. And, and again, I, I, I'm not suggesting that, but you know, you've got to find a way. And this isn't, I, I, I truly don't, this is Jason Robertson has to say to himself, this is where I'm going. You know, I'll score. I'm going to get a rebound goal. I'm going to get one off my leg, but it's because I'm going to be in, you know, I, I used to call it the Jamie Ben era. I used to call it the Brendan Morrow area. That now it's the Tyler Sagan spot, and he's getting rewarded for it, isn't he? What's he got? Five, six goals now, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. And remember and that first during the year when we spoke, he was in that slump, and you'd mentioned going into that dirty area and to break the slump. I believe it went off his chest. There was it was just a weird bounce, but he was in front of the net. Uh, causing some havoc and it just went off of him. I think the first two goals after that slump went off of him. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and that's a great point, Craig, the way Tyler Sagan's playing and just, you know, it does take a different mindset to change your game after being an elite scorer in this league to do what he's doing now. It's just fun to watch. I mean, you can, you can look at Tyler Sagan and saying, despite the salary, despite everything, he's all he cares about is winning. Well, and you have to, it's one thing to be a, a, a really good player in the first 82 games of the year. You have to become a different player in the next 28 or or hopefully 16 or whatever, whatever that number is going to be 20, because it, I mean, like I said, just before you're playing against the same group of guys every other night for 14 days and they will find weaknesses and they're going to find, they're going to find little spots that you don't like to go to. And they're going to make sure that you're hard on there. And then you, now it's just it, the war of attrition. And, and so you, you've got to find a way. And, and again, this is, this is a mindset. And, and again, he may, it may come in the next game and he scores three goals from the outside. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But I just think that, you know, you've got to show, you've got to show your opponent. This is more about showing and sending a message to your opposition right now. I'm not going to be a perimeter player. You may think I was, or whatever may have happened in the first round, what you've seen in the first couple of games, you've got to change their mind because they know coming into this series, you don't think that they know they, they had certain guys circled on the board. Yep. And that was, you know, I guarantee he would be one of their names. You know, you see Miro fighting through it. You see Tyler fighting through it. You see Hints fighting through it. Yeah. And, and father time is fighting through it. Joe Pavelski is, I mean, you know, but again, it's, this isn't a player that's, that's afraid of anything. He's just got to just turn the compass a little bit more. 
you, you got to turn the dial a, a little bit different direction and, and, you know, and hopefully he gets rewarded for it. And, and that then, you know, then the confidence comes back, you know, then maybe he can start putting them in from where, I mean, for, for crying out loud, he puts them in from all over the place. So I, I would, I would ask him, I believe that he had one shot last night. I'm not a hundred percent. You probably got your little computer pulled up there, but, <laughs> but I, I think I would set, I try to set goals with some of our guys that are goal scorers and they're going through little things like shoot for, there should be no reason as much you play that much. There should be no reason you can't shoot for two shots a period. You know, and I, I don't think that's out of the question because you're getting power play time. You get two, and I'm not talking about shooting and missing that. I'm talking about two of them that hit the net. And you know, come out of the game with six, seven, eight shots, and eventually you're gonna get you're gonna get that ugly. Maybe it's an ugly one. Maybe it's a highlight one. But but I just think that you, it's a mindset. You, you know, you're gonna you're like I said, great player. But now you got to find a little bit different level right now. And I don't think it's about putting them on this line, putting them on that line, okay. because right now. I think that, I mean, you, it's hard to argue with the lines that they have. So I don't know if you want to disrupt, you know, w whatever coaches feel are going right now to get one player back on track. Yeah. And, and maybe a coach that says, listen, we got to find a way to get them back on track. So if that means loading up wh whoever they have in mind, then maybe that's what it takes. But, and, and I will say that there's, this isn't a conversation that that's not happening in the coach's office. Right. And with the players and with the player, they're having these talks all the time, you know? So at, at the end of the day, you can have as many meetings and talks and watch video and stuff like that. But until you decide to, you know, give it a little bit more, you know, I, I got to dig down and find a little bit more because, you know, don't, because you're going to, you're going to see, I, I think, <clears throat> I think the reason I look at that game last night, Dallas turned it up a notch. There's no doubt about it. Dallas came and played their game. And, and I think Seattle, this whole, this whole, I said this before, this whole thing about, we came here to get one game. Ah, if you have that kind of mindset, it, it's wrong. You get that first one. Why wouldn't you want to get the second one? And so I don't know if that team was, had that mentality that that you know man you know what we came in here we got our game now we're going back well i i i just think that's that's wrong i i don't think that 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 seattle team played the way that they did that well, we know they didn't they didn't play the same way they did in game right. one and, and and again a lot of that probably is because of dallas but <clears throat> you know there's guys there that got a they got a little burr up their pants because these are guys that the, their teams are some of these guys. These are teams that their their current teams before they got to Seattle didn't want them. Mm -hmm. You know, very similar to the, the Vegas situation, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, um, they have some experience you know, be because that team is going to come. They're going to stay on the forties when it comes to hits. They don't mm -hmm. there and they're going to come four lines at you. I mean that you you know that, and so you're going to get a good dose of that when you get into Seattle for for Game Three. Yeah, yeah. The team I saw playing last night, the Dallas Stars, to me. You know, if they perform like that, that is a team to me that can go all the way to the cup. It's just continuing that physicality and intensity um, that I'm excited to see this weekend. All right, mailbag time. I put it out. Your chance to talk to two-time Stanley Cup champion Craig Ludwig. 
And Fuzzy Wuzzy Boom Boom says, keep them coming, Spitzy, loving every minute. See, Craig, someone likes me. So, Fuzzy Wuzzy Boom Boom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, At Logan underscore Onyx says, ask Craig if he sees any similarities in this Stars team to the 99 team or just similar to any other cup winning team of the past non stars. Well, yeah, <clears throat> I think there's similarities from the standpoint of you've got a, I don't know if it's fair to call him world-class yet, but you've got a world-class goaltender going to be, yep. if he's not already, you've got a number one defenseman. And even though he's, well, you've got a leader, you got two leaders, you got three leaders, you got Ben, you got Sagan, and you got Joe. Okay. But you've also got Rupe Hints. Rupe Hints is, is, has taken another step. So, you know, I can go back to all of the teams and, you know, we've always said, I mean, you had Belfort, you had Hatcher, you had Zubov, you had Madano, you had Noondike, you had Letman, you had Brett Hull, you know, so you have key players in key positions. You build your team up the middle of the ice. Goaltender, defenseman, you know, you, you, ideally you'd like that that goalie, you know, that, that's going to win that Besna caliber goalie. I think Dallas has got one. You, you know, you want the, the guy that's going to win the Norris. I think you got one in Haskinen. He's going to win a Norris, if, if not a few. And, you know, you've got, <clears throat> then you got that guy up the middle of the ice. So, um, Rupe's on his way. You know, and so um, now again, you know, you can go back and say, well, man, that line just had so much chemistry from the day they were put together, you know, meaning, you know, hence Robertson and Pavelski and people are probably going, well, you know what? Um, Why not? You know, got to get Robo going. Why not put them together? Mm -hmm. Well, everything else is going though. (laughs) Like, like I said, that that's a coaching decision. I mean, you may see that next game, but again, now you're on the road. You, You don't have last change. So there may be other tweaks coming. Yeah, and and that's what at who is Mr. John Galt asked. What are your thoughts on putting Pavelski on the same line with Robo Sagan? Give Robo some someone to play off of in the short sample size when Hints was injured. They were very productive. That would move Hints to the second line, or would you reassemble the Avengers line? So Craig just uh, hit on that, and uh, Craig says keep everything like it is as well because I mean I'm seeing a different Max Domi, and I'm liking it. So. Um, whether or not that's just him gaining confidence, comfortability with the team, or Pavelski on the line, uh, I'll take it. He's playing real well. At Spamuel Green, it's Sam Green. Loving the every game pod. Don't let Craig tell you different. Listen, is, is, yeah. is that in your alias? Did you just no, did no, you no. Send that to yourself? <laughs> No, 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 no. You did, didn't you? No, yeah, you did. He's got a picture. You. Well, he's got a picture of himself. <laughs> you, you of all people should know things that you order and and buy. They, they don't always. They don't always look what you just bought online. No, they do not. Yeah, there you go. Oh my goodness! And you can't send them back. No, nope, you got to pay for them up front. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So let me read that again because this was a confidence builder. <laughs> I 
Loving the Every Game Pod. Don't let Craig tell you different. Listening with the light roast for the boost in caffeine always makes the next day better. Craig Ludwig, did you know that light roast has more caffeine than dark roast? Is that a is that a new craft beer? <laughs> that was called the light roast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so he does say question for Craig. <laughs> question for Craig. Though? <laughs> that must be a pilsner. Oh man. All right. This is this is this is a light roast right now. I'm roasting a guy <laughs> every 87 week. pounds on the other no, end of the man, line. Right every now. week is a roast, not a light roast, a roast. Right. Mark roast going on right man, now. Man, I am bright red. Oh man. Question for Craig though. Is it tough to play against an old teammate, especially in the playoffs, like Klinger and we saw last night Alexiak and Jamie Ben basically headlocking each other and going down to the ice and getting matching penalties? Yeah, you know what? You'd like. I think most of the time you say no. I mean, it, it's you know, it's a different opponent, but I don't think that's true because you don't. You know, these guys have you know a past, and you know they were tight, and these these players were tight. Klinger was tight. You know, Big Rig was tight, and so um, I, I don't. But but you're still going to play hard against each other. But when it comes down to it, I mean, if it's coming down to, I mean, again. It's a different question, like I say. It's a different question in the first 82 than it is in the playoffs. And so you really – I mean, I, I would give it to Chelly. Chelly would give it to me when we played against each other. And so – and the same, you know, with a lot of other players. At, at the end of the night, we understand because we had the same mentality when we were on the same team. So, um, you know, are, are you going to try to, you know – injure the guy to a point and you, you had no problem chopping guys and trying to break a finger, trying to break a wrist. I know nobody wants to hear this, but that's the way it used to be. But, um, but you probably wouldn't do it that hard with like for me and Chelly, like he was my, my partner. So, you know, it might be the top of the foot or back of the leg, but you know, so again, there's, there's bigger things on the line right now and everybody will eventually heal. So in 1988-89, for those listening to Spits and Suds, he won't talk about it, but 21 games in the playoffs, Craig had, let's see, he was pulling the screen to me, plus 10 in the playoffs with four points, two goals, two assists, 24 penalty minutes. That folks, What year was that? That was uh, 88-89. Yeah, I was probably playing with Shelly. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that the is that yeah. your cup year with Montreal? No, that was 86. Okay. Because 21 games is a lot of playoff games. Yeah, three short. Three short of three wins. Yeah. 21 doesn't, you know, you only got, that means you got seven games left, but yeah. you were ultimately, uh, yeah. 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 You didn't have enough in the the win column. Let's put it that way. You didn't get to 16. The magic number now is 16. Absolutely. You're a beast, my friend, and uh, great to spend a Friday afternoon with you. This counts as a weekend hang between us as our friendship just continues to build. And uh, thank you, as always, especially during the playoffs, the stick tap, um, I mean, the, the stick tipping things, just the insight you give, the Robertson, the Pavelski, uh, really appreciate the deep dive. I know our listeners do as well. Uh, they give the feedback that they're learning from both you and Sean. So all I do is ask the questions, but I always appreciate you jumping on. 
Robo Robo gets a goal and two assists. Game three. All right. I like this. Five on five, too. Not a power play. Okay. Goal and two assists. So remember that, Stars fans, for Sunday night. Thank you, as always, for supporting Spits and Suds. For Craig Ludwig, I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. Have a great day, everyone.